Yo, the, the podcast slices up. up. <laughs> that was amazing. Uh, uh, hold on here. I need to, I need to readjust a lot of stuff. Uh, with some food, with some beans and rice, sir. Coming through because we're going to slice, sir. What's going on? What's going on at long? We're going to have a segment called Sports with John. He's smoking a big bowl, hanging a big bowl. Later on, put the John at the Super Bowl. Going to talk about how they won. Crazy game. All a bunch of fun. Because we're acting wacky, crazy and low-key. It's wild. Joke-a-dokey. Sweetest. And feed us. And you can meet us if you want to like our page. We're getting love on Facebook, so like our page. On Twitter, you know, we're doing okay. But Scotty says things, but who cares anyway, because it's creepy. Two people doing this podcast invented it. Wait, is it the podcast? Well, we have to scroll podcast up before. Can a new guy? Last one, Samsung. That was Facebook Live, my friend. Fetus. Fetus at Podcast Select Grubhub. That was, um, I was just going to have it on uh, fa- Facebook Live, you know, a little pre-show, kind of like whatever, like 30-second banter, and of course, you go right into another song. Had to go right into it. I sensed that there was a, a third-party application honing in on our greatness, and I, I decided to capture it. You danced, monkey, danced. Welcome to the podcast. It's no 35. John has survived Super Bowl 51. Ooh. I was thinking of you, man. You were down there in Texas. I just realized I didn't have the... Uh... TV turned down. We got the Knicks and the Clippers, uh, 109, uh, 111, 152 left in the game. Uh, That's a close one. We'll get to the madness that happened uh, early in the first quarter in that game, of course. Yes. During sports. With me. You. Sports with me. What if we were like you did, if you did your own show. You, <laughs> you do your own show, but you still like introduce it you're like it's time for sports with me 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 yes me, 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 me. yes it is what was that about corrado sports with corrado i don't know all of a sudden it's somebody else and uh, another little tweaker oh. for sports with john we're gonna get a little throwback even though we have only yes. five packs left the baseball card packages oh, we, we have savor them. i have two of them sa- right here you need to savor them like the crumbs on a cookie duster on a man's face if if you can see the the packaging is literally just like disintegrating. It's like falling apart. Those are, those weren't made for fallout. No, <laughs> they're exposed to air. They just crumbled. I just I just lost Don Mattingly. I uh, Houston was a, an amazing time. Heather and I and Keb Smith and his wife just had a really fun. I mean, relaxing. We drank. I mean, we got we we partied. But we didn't go like out of control, yeah. uh, except for Good. one night. So one night, one night, we went a little crazy. You were there what uh, Thursday through Monday? Flew in Thursday night. Left, uh, yeah, left Monday afternoon. I'm gonna guess Friday was the was the wild night. Um, no, Saturday. Ooh. And it actually caused Heather and Ashley to have an excuse not to go to Kev's dad's house for the Super Bowl party. Um, over. You know how that is. Yeah, of course. It's like, you know, your wife and your parents. It's like, if she can, 
come up with any kind of excuse to bail. It's like, hey, I'm just going to put that one in my pocket next time your parents are in town. I use it all the time. Yeah. I use it this. I use it this Sunday. <laughs> Jen was. Uh, Jen was gonna. We we're gonna go to her, her grandpa's house to watch the Super Bowl, which would have been fine and whatever. Yeah. But I had some stuff going on, and I just I didn't really want to. Uh, you know, we we're doing stuff Saturday night. I didn't really want to, like, commit to 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 going all the way over there. It's a bit of a drive, and then oh. drinking, driving back. So I was like, uh. "Oh, you ready to go?" I I had the fish tank ready. I got like the filter for it. I was like, "You've been asking me to do this since Christmas. I'm I'm ready to do the fish." I mean, I guess it can wait. Next weekend's a little tough, but no, no, you should do that. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I mean, I'll have the game on, but I was you know. looking, you know, I was looking forward to about four hours deep in that thing with Lysol and disinfectant. Yeah, I was, I was gonna actually going to I was gonna create a new fish, actually. I was going to splice together some genes I had and create a new species. I guess you don't like money, but yeah. No, let's do it. I guess you don't like money. But then, but then I was like, ah, I, I guess I'll go for the first half. But then the cat got like into a fight outside Uh-oh. with another cat. Who? Pishy. Pishy! Yeah, so if Best it were Mary, day. I would have been in the car racing that thing myself to the hospital. Right. But so she took the cat to get X-rays. It was fine. Shot down the other cat. But they gave the cat painkillers, uh, and I was like, "What are they? Norcats?" And it's like, "Huh, huh." Like, like, are they Vicatins? Vicatins? Vicatins. But they were liquid, they're, so we had to hold this cat up. They're Percocets. Yeah, they're they're. So we had to give the cat painkillers, and the best is the cat was like high, so it was kind of sitting there chilling, yeah. happy, Doped. and then it, it tried to get up and walk around, and then like look kind of looked, and then tried to get back up, and it couldn't on the chair, so I picked it up, and it had music, I had music going, it was just, you could see its eyes were glazed over, Meow. so I was like, yeah, it's like a person, you know, you're high, and you're like, no, no, I'm going to get up and do stuff, Meow. and then you're like, nah, I'm not really doing much, I'm going to go lay back down. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, do stuff was like get up and then you notice there was a glass on the counter with you know juice in it. So you pour out the juice, put water in the glass, leave it in the sink, and then go walking back, go back down. Yeah. That's and that's feel, doing something. Yeah, you feel validated. You're like, well, I don't have to do that later. Right. It's fine. I cleaned the dishes. I did it's the good. dishes. Yeah. What did you do today? Nothing. My so, yeah, man, it was a great trip. A lot of fun. Kev's got a, a mind-blowing house. I mean, if that house was down in Florida, it'd be, I don't even know. Um, but you would never tell, hanging out with those two, that they live in this castle. You know what I mean? Oh, you, they have a big, would, they have you a big would, pad? You would think they live in a, you know, a, a ranch, a farm, a barn, a, a shack. A, a, a homestead. But it's a, a really, really nice place. And, it's in it's uh, in Houston area. Yes, in Houston, uh, right outside Houston? of right outside of Tomball, which is uh, uh, an antique town. Oh, Tomball, I reckon my uncle Hank had a catered affair there once. Harris Thompson used to uh, frequent there on uh, frequent benders. <laughs> Billy Jameson <laughs> once had <laughs> sex with a goat. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, there's this barbecue chocolate, uh, barbecue chocolate and craft beer, like 
huh. restaurant, and it used to be like a house. Wait, and a barbecue people. chocolate craft beer. Like, so they sell chocolate. They sell uh, chocolates and and ales and uh, and and barbecue. What they do actually is they sell fudge, different Ooh. selections of fudge, and they sell only local craft beer, only Houston craft beer. Ah, that sounds pretty really, good. Yeah, pretty cool because they have a shitload apparently. Um, yeah. And and then yes, their their pulled pork sandwich I had was to kill. Yeah, you know, the 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 pulled pork was pulling at my soul to eat it again. Even though I've been kind of trying to eat less of uh, animals, specifically the pig. Uh, after I learned they're smarter than dogs, what are oh, we doing? Oh, they're very doing? smart animals. They are genius. What they are can... we doing? I know. They are very smart. They know what's going on. Ah, uh, we shouldn't slaughter them. Anyway, um, and it was that they were Little delicious, bird. but regardless. Um, and uh, it was just a lot of fun, man. And then that night we went and got like fajitas and drank more beer and drank, passed a tequila bottle around at the hot tub. Ooh, Pepe Lopez, no doubt. Speaking of Lopez. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good trip. Nothing, That's nothing fun, like man. That's a good time. to really report other than, you know, the Super Bowl and my, my story of it. You flew into to George W. Bush Airport? No. George Bush Airport? Hobby. Oh. Yes. Hobby. The Hobby Lobby. It's <laughs> Herb's Hobby Shop Airport. Yeah. Let's buy a model airplane and never play with it again because we have computers and video games. Do you, uh, what is it? Is it George H.W. Bush Airport or is it W? I think it's George H.W. I think it's Herschel. Oh. Isn't it George Herschel Walker Bush? Isn't that the name? <laughs> I think it's George it Herschel be. Walker Bush. No. Yeah, it is. George it's Herschel amazing. Walker Bush. He's not, was... the, yeah, he's not only the 40, 40th or 41st president, he was also a great player on the Vikings and the Eagles. Yeah, the Cowboys. And uh, most notably, Georgia University. The Romans. That was his uh, best days, technically. Look it up. Uh, Welcome to Nintendo George. Classic Reviews with Matt and John. <laughs> George Herschel Walker Bush. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Oh, it's Herbert Walker Bush. Oh. I'm close. I wanted it to be Herschel so bad. I know. Mellow I with the shot. Brick. Porzingis with the miss. Throw it up. Throw Griffin. it up. Here we go. Throw the wreck up. Clippers 118. Knicks 115. Five seconds to go. 5.9. Uh, 118 to 116? 118, 115. Blake Griffin yeah. shooting a foul. He misses because he's a caveman. He is, he is cave. He is uh, troglodyte esque. <laughs> he is Homo erecti. He is uh, Barbaritus sapienus. He, he is a knuckle dragger. What are we. Uh... He's a. He's a. Shady. He, he, He's a fire starter. He's a <laughs> plant chitter. He's a rock scraper. Hey, um, a wheel we were talking. Inventor. I got a crowbar. Listen, we were, oh. we were talking about the Nintendo Classic. Yes, of course. Uh, and I was playing yesterday, and I got so into it. Oh man! Um, I was I beat Mario three, no. so I was on a roll, you and I did it game? cheating way. Yeah, I kept whenever I get I I I think like most people, I I played Mario three, and I did. 
as many levels as I could without using a warp whistle to collect all the P-wings and all that stuff. Right, all the weapons. Get the weapons, go to level 8, and then use them sparingly. So level 8 gets really, really hard. There's somewhere, like, you almost can't beat it unless you cheat with the P-wings. Yes. I mean, you just have to, like, fly through it. You can't, like, or strategically you can, do it. Or there's one where you have to, like, swim under it the whole time. Swim Ooh. under those ships. Oh, yeah, that's the one that I used the wings for. It was uh, too much. It's like, how do you even... Why was this created? How, yeah, how do you finish this? I feel like we were Pearl Harbor. It just surprised us by those <laughs> Japanese game makers. What? So what I was doing was I kept... There's no class you can save any time. So I yes. just kept saving every time I got more advanced in the game. I kept saving the game, and then Save. if I died, I would just keep reset it and go back. Oh. So then I did this through Mario and Mario 1. Right. And next thing I know, I was like, the rat that they're, they're in a, is in a science lab is they're like giving it coke to see it go back and <laughs> hit the button. Because every five seconds, I'm like, Argh! and I would just go run up and push the button again. I would start, I push the button, and then I'm like, <laughs> it's 12.30 at night. And I'm getting up every, like the cat is trying to lay on me, and I, I'm like, excuse me. Like I keep getting up and pushing this thing. And I was like, enough's enough. I, um, amazingly, it, it is, they should run tests on, on 10 people and see the progression of their game playing when they get this new thing as a child of the 80s uh, today. Because my progression Good was the call. same. It was the same way with me, man. Like, I found myself today in the second quest of The Legend of Zelda. You're playing again. It's the same thing, but everything is in a different place. The map okay. is just like completely different. And so after you beat it the first time, it gives you another gives another, you another like map. world where the rules are pretty much the same, just the locations of thing are, things are all different. Oh. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna play this differently. And the the enemies are twice as hard. Like it takes twice oh, yeah. as many stabbings to kill them. So I found myself just it's going hard. up uh, up and around the perimeter of the whole map of the whole like land and just collecting <laughs> collecting money, gathering as much money as I could to go to buy this ring that makes yeah. you also like um like it takes more to hurt you. Right. So I'm even now with my enemies because I was just getting killed over and yeah, over and slaughtered. over. I wasn't it's a slaughterhouse. getting anywhere. It was like Upton Sinclair's The Jungle. I wasn't getting that fourth heart. Yeah, you just had to keep doing it. And you get so into these games because I think I think if you played it as a... If you gave NES Classic to a new kid today, they'd be like, yeah, it's like a cool retro thing, but it's kind of dumb. Right. They, they don't... Yeah, you had to have played the original. That's what it was made for. It was made yeah. for, like, guys 35 years old. Yeah. So when you play it again, Apparently. you get... You kind of jump back into it. Yes. In a lot of ways. Like, remember where secrets are and this and that. But but me, I'm not as good as I was at like 10. I'm kind of relearning a lot of it. Like I'm still good, but I'm dying at parts where I never would have. And I tried to articulate this to Jen. I'm like, ah, I'm throwing, getting into it. I'm like making the noises. Emotional. And I'm like, you know, I, I understand this is a game. It's very emotional. And I'm not taking this any more serious than it is. But, but. when you're in the zone, as a kid of the, of the early 90s playing this, like this is this like I need this. I need to to beat this to like validate my my dick. In a way, it, in a way, to me, it feels like what it would. It's as close as we're gonna get to feeling what it would be like to travel back in time and do like grade school over again. Because it's like we know this this game. We're we're and we're 
far more intelligent than we were when we were 10 yeah. playing it. So it's like we understand the the whole process of it and how yes. to beat it. It's like yes. you, do, you have to gather all this crap and then you just finish it and they can, there's like no way you can die. Amen. But Amen. It takes it, forever. It takes forever. It takes such a long time. But like you said about not dying as a kid, you're like, oh, if only like I could just get past this guy, it would be fine. And then you have to like, you know, you die, you have to start all over. And ADD kids, you're like, I'm not doing the last five levels again just to get back to this point. I'm giving up. And then you give up for like a couple weeks and you play that game again. But now you don't have to. You can just keep resetting that part. I was like, take that. See, I still haven't figured out the resetting part, the saving part. I it's think super- I have, but I think I like ignore it and I just skip right over it. And I always start with Glass Joe. Oh, it's easy to do that. All you do is uh, I'm going to break this down for the niche market of our three listeners that have NES Classic, I'm sure. The rest, you can just turn off the station now. Uh, no, you basically just reset it. It gives you this floating game. You dump it in a uh, save position. Then you hit down again, like the down button, and that locks it. So that whenever you reset it, you just push down oh. and start. Yeah. Oh, duh. So all Silly was, Billy all was drops. Select and, Oh, goopity, goopity, goopity. Ooh, little your fingers, play the harmonica, and while you're at it, pick up your iPhone and twist at the underscore podcast. Well, John, I'm going to let you fill in time for 10 seconds. Jen turned the heat on, I think, too high tonight, and it's about 90 degrees in here, and I'm, I'm getting a, a film. That's really a bad. Film. Go a film uh, sweat. I'm just going to turn it down. Go condition your air, your grass. I am going to regulate the thermostat. Uh, we're going to get into some basically headline news tonight, uh, specifically George Lopez. And why is this a story now anymore when comedians yell at assholes? I mean, you're ruining it for all the other people. So the comedian should be able to say whatever he wants and get you out of there. You're asking for it. Uh, we'll hear what Clark has to say about that. And then this woman, Elizabeth Warren, she was interrupted. She was trying to make a, uh, you know, participate in a debate. And they shut her up. They said, you can't talk. And now it's spurring madness. And I don't know what it is. It's madness, John. You may need to explain madness. it to me, Clark. Yes. Madness uh, of spurring is... Uh... Well, there's a, a formula to follow it. A look. Uh, a look. Uh, look, is, is it educational? No. No. Oh. I, I didn't hear what you're talking about. Uh, Elizabeth Warren or George, George Lopez. Oh, yeah, they're trending today. George Lopez, I read. Elizabeth Warren read something about from, uh, I think, Martin Luther King's wife. And she was like... Loretta Scott King. Yes, she was chastised for it. And... What was this Loretta Scott King letter? Do you know? I don't. That's all I read. I was, it, was a, it was a letter, and I guess Bernie Sanders read a, a, a similar letter or the same letter previously, and he didn't get chastised, but they're like, ah, oh, this, oh. this white woman's reading it, you know, as opposed to a white old Jewish man. That really speaks to the African-American um, community. But, yeah, I, I, I guess, and I guess, that's all I read was that it was a thing, but they're talking about her running for president, and my first gut reaction is I believe this world deserves and should have a female president. Unfortunately, that didn't work with Hillary, and I don't think we need to go down that road yet. I think we need to have a safe bet, like a Biden, yeah, and take, take back the House, take back the White House, and start over. But uh, I don't think 
Elizabeth Warren, I think she's great too. I love her. Should follow uh, the nomination from Hillary Clinton. Um, I feel like if Biden ran, he would have beat Trump. I think too many uh, misogynist, you know, douchebags out there will not vote for a woman president. And that's very sad. But um, but it's a reality. And I think, uh, you know, I, I don't think she should she should be the nomination if that's true. Do you think just based on our sex, more men will vote for a man? And even if more women vote for a woman, it won't it won't matter. Yeah, I think more men, there's a lot of men that would vote for that wouldn't want to see a, a, a woman in the White House because they're like a lot of old like who have, like who Scott pray tell right like who question Bianca although like fifty three percent of women voted for Trump over Hillary, which I don't understand. That still blows my mind. And I don't know whose number. I mean, like, where yeah, is that, like, like, the official number of God? <laughs> yeah, I, I slapped hands with five people today. Trump voters are 5% and Tarzana. <laughs> Clark's polls, the exit polls. Gallup polls. But the George Lopez thing, um, George Lopez in this thing, he was doing a stand-up bit, and there was a heckler, and he said something along the lines of, you know, there's two things Mexican people are told are, are taught is you don't park on the front lawn and you you don't date a black guy. And he was joking, you know. He said it in the reverse order of that though. I don't know if that matters. Oh, he said like okay. He's kind of so he hiding the, the black part because he said don't guy. park oh, right. in front of our house. The emphasis is the house because hey, we're bringing because Mexicans park in the front yard, so I'm yeah. okay. A little racist. Right, yeah. So that caused a lot of thing. And I heard about it. I have a buddy of mine, he's he's a black dude named Keenan. And he was like, uh, you know, I'm not surprised by George Lopez's thing. And he tried to make it political. And he's like, you know, blacks and Mexicans have never gotten along in L.A., this and that, you know. And yeah. uh, I was like, ah, oh, what did he do? And I, and I read it. And i got to be honest with you, though. Um, I never thought George Lopez was a, like a funny guy. I thought he had like a yeah. brand that was good. But yeah. I, I never thought he was like, like hilarious. You yeah, know what I mean? I, yeah, like I don't think he's a like a stand-up comedian. I think he's just like your funny uncle that tells like family stories, you know, yes. jovial way. But he's de- there's no like punchlines. Right, you're having like a cigar outside with yeah. him on Thanksgiving, and he's just like, no, that's what they do. They go in there, and you're like, ah, yeah, I want to get back inside. Yeah, you right. know, that's kind of it. It's not. I, I don't know. I think he's kind of like teeters on. Well, I'm clean. Grandma can still see me. But I can still be a little dirty and racy here and there. Like, he's not one or the other, which you kind of have to be in a way. Right. You know? What That's you why mean? it doesn't work for Bob Saget. Like, Bob Saget was always a very dirty comedian. He but do both. He, he, got the, he got the payday with Full House, so he had to keep right. it clean. But then, now he's like a dirty comedian again, but he's almost trying to compensate for years of, like, being clean. Yeah. That it just doesn't work for him. Like, he's just saying things to be, like, disgusting. And you're like, eh. He's funny to kind of to look at, but he's not like a funny guy. I just think it's the idea. If he wasn't, if he wasn't Danny Tanner, he wouldn't have that act. Right, he would just be like you know regular guy. Watch the mail, blue cheese. He could have that act, but he wouldn't be. It wouldn't have any shock value because he was Danny Tanner and the funniest home videos guy. Right. You know yeah. I mean, that made the the act funny. That's what it is. It's like seeing that guy that was so polished 
let loose. It's like an oxymoron to your your face. You know, it's like a mind fuck. What, right. Yeah. Danny Tanner. Yeah. Perverse Danny Talking Tanner. about blowjobs. Talking no. about rape. Help what him. is he doing? Help him. Is, help him. But I do have no problem with comedians crush the audience asshole who stands up and and ruins the show, quote unquote show. Oh yeah. For real comedians. And and they stand up and they because that's what a woman did. He he made that black joke, and this woman stood up and just kept raising her arms and was giving him, I think, two middle fingers. Oh really? I didn't yeah. see the clip. Double middle fingers, stone cold style. <laughs> and uh... he she did that because of what he said. Yes. Okay. So he because I thought he someone was heckled and he started doing something. So so he said that joke, and she started heckling him. Did he keep going, or was he, like, bantering he kept, back and forth? He kept going. He kind of was doing his thing where he kind of almost tells the joke again, you know, but, like, in different words, kind of like what Chris Rock used to do, or I guess still does. You know, and they just yeah. – he's kind of, like, rounding up the joke, and she won't stop, and then he goes, shut up, bitch. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up and sit down. Shut the fuck yeah. up. Sit down or get out of here. You, you should sit down. He's like, you have one, you have two choices. Shut the fuck up or get the fuck out of here. And he goes, you know what? I just made the choice for you. Get the fuck out of here. As security was like walking up already. To yeah, take that's what you, that's what needs to happen. Because one, it's, it's your job. You're a comedian. Whether you're funny or not is not up for you to decide. But you're making money. That's your living. You know, it's like if you were a, a car salesman and you're like, let me tell you about this Ford. And some guy off the street comes in and is like, nah, the Chevy's better. This sucks. And you're like, dude, I'm trying to make money here and do my thing. You're interrupting them. And then the worst, I think, is when you, for the people in the audience that came to see him that are fans, obviously. Oh, yeah. And you have this bitch ruining the show. Yes, wasting the time, you know. Like he's only yeah. got, he, he's only going to, can he only go for so long? I mean, you know, you and I know how it is. We know how to do it. Um, you only got so much steam under the pipers. I, th- <laughs> I think. Uh, oh, you know what he even said at first. What he what he said first was, "Sit down." You know, you paid money to to see a show. Like, sit down, and, yeah. and you paid you paid money. Come on, sit down. And so did all these other people. Good for, for him. Like That's trying the truth. to trying Final to be nice. kind of reason, and also too. And he lashed out, um, but and in, I I can speak reason. for. He he lashed out like a. Like a loin turkey jive. I can speak for every comedian in Los Angeles by saying this. I know a lot of them. Sweaty. Look at all those creamy hamstrings. I have to reach down there for my arthritis. It's a comedy show. It It is a joke. Do not blur the lines or confuse that with the news or reality or someone in real life. Very few comedians are the person they are on stage that they are in real life. You know, they're like, hey, what's going on, man? I'm doing a set. You know, oh, yeah. You know? Hey, did you watch the game? And then they go up there and they're like, what the fuck is going on with this? And then they yeah. switch off because that's what it is. It's like you're performing in an actor. If someone's playing Othello, you know, you're not like, oh, are you a Shakespearean of mine fun later? They're like, no, I live in Philadelphia. I'm a gay acting student. That's what I do. You know, they're different. Yeah. It's an art. So yeah. when people, it pisses me off when they go to a show, they're like, oh, he made a rape joke. It was so offensive. You're like, ah, it's it's a joke. Don't don't go if you don't like it. It's not the news. It's, like it's not Donald Trump talking as the president to everyone and pissing people off. You can choose not to see this person perform at a club if you don't like the the, the criteria material. 
And how can you expect not to be offended in a slew of jokes? You know, like you, everyone's up for grabs. You have to expect that you, you're a target. Exactly. In some, in some way that it, that could be sensitive to you. Yeah. You know? It's not real. It's not real life. If I were at a club right. or, you know, there was a guy up there and he made like a racist joke, I wouldn't think it was funny, but I would maybe just like <laughs> put my head in the and watch the show. I, I would never stand up and be like, fuck you. And what George Lopez said is not bad. In fact, it's actually true. If you're yeah. a Mexican person... From old, with old school Mexican parents raised in L.A., oh, yeah. you don't date a black person. Right. That's that's the old way, and that's wrong, and I don't agree with it. But, um, but that's why he's making a joke about it. But that's the truth, though. That's how they're raised. Yeah. That's an old school thing. You don't. If I went to Jen's family house, and for the first time, not her immediate family, but like if I went to the grandparents' house, right, like the eighty-year-old grandparents, yeah, and instead of Matthew, my name was like Lamar, yeah. I don't no, think I would no still way. be allowed in that house. It would be wow. a bad problem. What? So why that's that's an old school thing yes. that I, I would never agree with. But that's how like George Lopez was raised. He grew up in San Fernando, California. Yeah. So he's speaking from like he's not saying I wouldn't. You know, George Lopez didn't come out and say uh, I don't know why I'm defending George Lopez, but he, he didn't come out and say like don't they black guys. He just came out and said as a Mexican you're taught this. Yes. So Yes, making fun of the ridiculous old school like rules about race, and that's what he's doing. He's making fun. It's, he's not saying this is how I was raised and this is how I raised my kids. Yeah. He's like that's what you're taught. He makes fun of it. So that's what my crazy old grandmom said. And I mean, even aren't the Italians pretty much the same way? Same way. If your name doesn't end in a vowel, get out of my door. If your knees get out. If your name doesn't end in the valley, get out of my door. And a piggy bull and don't make a pants. Get out of my kitchen. Get out of my kitchen. Or you can get your butt in here and you have with the pizza. You have with the sauce, with the pizza and the cheese. Jewish people, I don't understand. Um, about the. Because uh, I have a lot of Jewish friends, as, oh, as you're married to the, 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 the tribe. Um, I think you could go either way. It could be like a very accepting yeah. family. Yeah. But if you're like. You know, he's a Catholic or something. It's like, oh, no, 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 no. Shiksa. Shiksa. The devil. Shawarma. Shawarma. You always like to gauge, gauge the, the waters. I, was, I, would, I would just, if I was ever in a relationship or in a situation where, well, I'm a white guy. I don't think there's too many uh, situations where I'm not going to be welcome because of the historical aspects but if i was in a situation i think i would just jump to like goodfellas lines like so mad i hear you're half jewish uh, just the good half you know i would just try to joke my way out of it you know right yeah right you would just kind of joke poker we just kind of put all the hand cards on the thing like no oh, yeah bluffing joking deflection deflection but it's interesting deflection but i don't think george i don't think those jokes offend me that's just me but uh i don't think george lopez really did anything wrong no, I don't maybe either. a poor choice of words, uh, maybe taken out of context. Who knows? But I don't know. No, I, I agree. I don't think he. Uh, I don't think he did it. But back to the Jewish people. I think yes. they haven't. So, no. I, what is the what is this statistic where the number of Jewish people in the world before the Holocaust is not what it is now? Like they haven't like re uh, 
they haven't like met the number. They haven't like repopulated. I, yeah, like, hit their original total from before the Holocaust. So so before the the Holocaust, there were more Jews than there are now. Percentage wrong. Really? Yes. Wow. So you would think I don't know they wouldn't be picky about you know crossbreeding because still technically the gene is going on. The gene is, is the gene, is, whatever that is. And in the Jewish faith, the woman's gene, uh, right? It's like stronger. Yes. Yeah. Which which I get. Jewish women are <laughs> strong lasses. Jewish men, you're just like you can win over pretty easily. You have a strong-willed, like, Jewish woman. Yeah. You don't want to fuck with them. No. No, 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 no. You don't want to get on the bad side. But I think it's, uh, yeah, you kind of, like, learn that very early. I'm an honorary Jew, though. Jews love me. I am. Yeah, I'm like, you know how they give celebrities the fake degree? They're like, he's got an honorary degree from Harvard. I have, like, the honorary bar mitzvah, you know, because I know so much about Jewish culture. And I'm very embracing that I've always had a good rapport with, like, the Jews. They've always loved me, people that I've met. They're just like, oh, he's so funny. And I'm just like, well, hi, have you mentioned? They're just like, oh, it's funny, Clark. And I'll say things because, uh, you know, work with, I work with all Jewish people. So they'll be like, yeah, you know, we're going to, to his grandmother's house. You know, it's a big Jewish celebration. I'll be like, you know who else was Jewish? JC, Jesus Christ, you're in good company. Yeah, you know, one of my guys is there. And they're like, that's true. And then everybody goes, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> How? What? I am fascinated with Jewish customs. There's so many. Are you? To me, they're yeah. so silly to me. No, no. Oh, I agreed. I would, I, but the, the, the origins of them, like, I mean, oh, I'm talking well, about the hardcore Jews, not like the guys who walk in the. You know, walk in the store and grab a beer. I'm talking the ones that are like, I can't be with you because you're a man and it's after sundown. Like the <laughs> Orthodox. Like it's, oh, like the, yeah. it's like the second century. Like they, uh, they don't, they can't have their head exposed after sundown. Yeah. So at weddings, they must wear wigs. Right. And gefilte fish. That is going to prevent them from going to what? Do they just call it hell? That's what I want to know. I don't know. Is it hell or is it... No. <laughs> I don't know if they believe in hell. Hmm. So what happens when they die? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to get a Jew on the phone right now. Do you, <laughs> you ever hear Dane Cook's joke about uh, the atheist? <laughs> yeah, I think from you. <laughs> so Tell it again. What was it? I, I don't remember what it was. He said he's uh, standing in line at the bank, and the guy in front of him sneezes. It was like a huge sneeze. And he goes, God bless you. And the guy goes, mm, I'm atheist. And he goes, what did you want me to say? Nothing happens when you die. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing happens when you die. Yeah, what do you say? Right. How, do you, how do you translate that? Bless you can mean just n- nice things. Yeah, how does that assume like that? Why wouldn't you just say thank you? It doesn't matter. He's going right. to be in the ground anyway. But I mean, if somebody said that, why why call him out? If it were like Hanukkah and someone's like, Happy Hanukkah, I would have been like, Oh, I'm Catholic. Right. I would have been like, Oh, thanks. Yeah, Happy Hanukkah to you too. That's it. Let's move. Everything's easy. 
Let's not make things hard. Let's not be assholes. Dude, on on Mother's Day at a family, you know, like if we all get together, even when I see my uncle, I'll say hi, Happy Mother's Day. It's just <laughs> happy I'll say whatever the day is with yeah. a happy in front of it if it happy, means I'm nicer. Happy Aunt Bertha's toe removal day. Yeah, happy Aunt Bertha's toe removal day to you too. Oh, by the way, don't forget to send her a card. You know what I was saying? You know what I was saying on Sunday to everybody? What's that? As I re-saw these people who I used to go and visit once a year down in Texas back in the early 2000s. Ooh. Everybody I saw, I said, hey, how you doing? Hey, good. Happy Super Bowl Sunday. Happy oh, Super yeah. Bowl good call. Sunday. Say it. Use it next year. Happy Super Bowl Sunday. It is a holiday. It certainly should be a recognized holiday. Look the day after being the observed. Or Saturday. Super Bowl Saturday. Ooh, I could get on board with that. Douchery. Yeah. Why, why Sunday? So I guess because that's when the other games are and they have to keep tradition, but Saturday would make more sense. Yeah. Do you want How to... How about the commercials? Uh, Break do, it. Do you want to take a slice and then... Oh, poop. And then get into... Shorts. Dorks. Ron. Forks. With Han. Morks. With Mindy. Cork. Corks. I gotta do one more. Corks. With Don. Sporks. <laughs> With Leon. Wait a second. Let's go podcast. We'll return right after this brief message. Uh, hello, this is President Barack Obama. And right now, now, now look, right now you're listening to a quality program, the podcast. Now, is it educational? No. The same line. And we are back. And it's the most coveted, the same line. special, same loin time, simultaneous segment of the show, which we like to call Sports with John. I'm going to have a theme song ready for the next show. Yeah, you keep teasing. A, this theme song. I'm a tease. And B, Corrado joining the show. What are we... Always welcome. She's terrific. Yeah, but are you going to ask her? Terrific. <laughs> terrific. Tremendous. Tremendous. We need to have her on. Uh, see, I, we always kind of just wing the show, like, hey, let's do one tonight. I know, I know. But, and, and when we ask her, I feel like, you know, she's got a kid, and she's like, well, I can't. So we, gotta, we just have to pick a date and, and just date. do it. Set it. I know. I, I feel like sometimes when we plan too far ahead, that's when things go awry. I agree with you. I, it scares me a little bit when they're like, you know, I will talk to some people like, you want to come on the show? Like, how about next Thursday? It's like, uh oh. how about tonight? I just have a PBJ on the table. I'm not really doing much. And the next Thursday come and you're not doing anything. You're like, but I want to play Metroid. I'm beating Mario 2 tonight, I swear. Doing it. I'm enjoying a real uh, Florida orange right now. Ooh, delicious, fruitful, and spectacular. Ooh, 
Irregular. What eats oranges? <laughs> Ooh, a regular Clementine clam, have we not? Ooh, a regular Charles and Judge. Ooh, a regular Don Corleone before he has a massive coronary heart attack. Ooh, yucky. Nice, delicious Florida orange. I corrected a news article the other day that was somebody shared on Facebook. And it was talking about how California is raising the gas bill. And they're like, things in the Sunshine State are getting worse because they're raising the gas. And I said, ah, ah. Florida uh, uh, uh. is the Sunshine State. California is the Golden State. Golden Rod. Yes, the uh, 49, uh, 1849 Gold Striker. Which I think either one is equally cool. I'd yeah. be totally fine being the Golden State or the Sunshine State. They're both golden. There's both lots of sun. Both helps with girth. And speaking of girth, Tom Brady's right now must feel as thick and girthy as a beluga. There's more girth in there than a uh, 48-year-old diabetic. It's just getting wild. Who are you rooting for? I was rooting for the Falcons. Mm. And I had a weird... I had it. You, you did too. You, had, I, you, you know what it is? It's like as much as I wanted to root for the Patriots and Judge and just of course how impressive it is. I didn't believe the Falcons were going to do it, so I I was watching the game, just waiting for the Patriots to just start lighting them up. And then right. wasn't it zero zero at the end of the first quarter? Yeah, it was zero zero. It was a very low scoring game until. The Falcons just split it wide open. Yeah. And it was like 20-some-plus uh, points split it open. And it was weird to watch, dude. And I had this like kind of weird sixth sense going on during the game. Uh, not not like the you know perception sense, but I was watching a sixth sense in another DVD. It's a Shyamalan movie I really oh, like. No, but I was, time. every time they scored a touchdown, I had this thing like, I'm like oh, they're going to score here. They're going to score here. And then I was going to actually do a video uh, making fun of Tom Brady, and I was like, where well, uh, I would say something like, oh, you got three winner points on the board. But then oh. I had this feeling the night I did of the election where Never. I was going to tweet something about Trump, and I was like, don't do it. He might win. And then he won, and then the Patriots came back, and I was like, it's equally as upsetting. It's equally disturbing. Oh, never talk trash until the game, until the fat lady has sung. Never talk trash. I've done that once or twice, too, and then I had to delete and shamefully tuck that tail between the old, that dick between the old buttocks and walk away. I'm a woman. Ooh. A regular woman. Ooh, I'm a regular Claudette Calban. Ooh, yeah. I'm but a you, regular you... Caitlyn Jenner. I, um. <laughs> hey, boys! When. Hey, boys! When I. When the Falcons threw that pass to Julio Jones. With like three minutes to go. And they had, I think, like three timeouts. Maybe they only had one timeout. I don't know. But they were running. They started running pass plays. And they were in field goal range. And all they had to do was run out the clock. Kick another field goal. They would have been up by 11. And Brady would have had the ball with a minute and and change. Yeah, that's what you should have done. (sighs) 
you wonder what happens too, because when, when, when the stakes are that high, that it is it is gobbledygookly. When the stakes are that high, though, and the tensions are running, high stakes. I wonder. I feel like there's a lot of guys there that, you know, everyone's a Monday morning quarterback, Always. including the people on the team, because you know you're like, oh, we should have this. But when it's going on, you're like, you know what, dude, fuck it, it's Super Bowl, just 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 do it. Yeah. Just go for right. it. Yeah, like you know? go or the for quarterbacks a... like now we're not doing that. We're or maybe they're like you know let's. They try to do a conservative thing, like let's no, let's run the clock out a little bit. But then something goes wrong, and it's just uh, that was the most exciting football game I think I've ever seen. Given it was it the, the Super Bowl, the biggest comeback in sports history, um, the biggest comeback obviously in Super Bowl history, and now Tom Brady is the only player to have five MVPs in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, and he now passes Joe Montana with five Super Bowl rings. Right. And now people will call Tom Brady the greatest, and they have been all over the sports world. He's the greatest quarterback of all time. And I say to them, finally, nay. Uh-oh. A dispute has arose in the House of Roses. There is still a debate to be had, and here it is. Right. While Tom has more than Joe, Joe never lost. Okay. And there is one name. And that name is the reason that Tom Brady is not Joe Montana. And that name is the mouth breather, Eli Manning. <laughs> yes. Um, obviously so I'm, you're saying statistically. Obviously I'm kidding. Percentage-wise. Uh, because because I Joe think, Montana could have lost if he went to more. Another argument could be that, go on, preach. preach no, you're, you're, preach right, you're, on the right, you're on the right track. And also, Joe Montana had the greatest receiver of all time. Tom Brady only had him once, and he didn't win a Super Bowl with, with him. He won without any sort of uh, like Pro Bowl receiver. So right. So that alone, and I'm pretty sure Montana's teams had way better defenses than Brady's. Oh, yeah. Ronnie Lott. Ronnie Lott. Dent. Yep, Charles Bailey Haley. Doobie. He has the mo- he has the same amount of rings as Brady. I think Charles Haley is the only one that's tied with the amount of Super Bowl rings. Oh, he has Cinco, I think. Bradshaw? No, because he has another one from another team. He has Saves. Brad- oh, Bears. Uh, Dallas. It's Dallas. McCusy. Yeah. See. But um, yeah, I mean, it was it was the most dramatic of all because it wasn't a game where. The Patriots are out by seventeen, up by seventeen, in the in you know by ha- at halftime, and right. Brady slowly moonwalks to the victory. It was this yeah. monumental, like historic comeback that like would have taken J.J. Abrams and Steven Spielberg and George Lucas to write. Yeah, uh, it was, I was just gonna say it was, it was a cinematic. Yes, yeah, it, it was a script battle, and uh, and the fashion that it happened. And, it was the first Super Bowl to ever go to overtime. Exactly. I was just going to say, it was the only one to ever go to overtime. And uh, the way it was set up, though, it was just so... Like, you couldn't have scripted it better. No. If it were, like, a you know, a sports film, you couldn't have been like, oh, let's do this. That's how you would write it. It's 28 to that 3. That was it. 28 to 3 at halftime, or maybe, like, into the third quarter. No, at halftime. And they just slowly chipped away. So at halftime... Kevin and I actually left and left the party and went home to where Ashley and uh, and 
netherware. And we watched the the rest of the game and watched them come back and it was you know just so insane. Then we Say watched it. Lady Gaga's performance. Yes. Which, as you and I said earlier when we were talking about the idiots protesting to get her off, we said she's amazing. She never really gets like weird and political. She usually just shows up and performs, and that's exactly what she did. She showed up and performed. She just gave subtle hints at the beginning, which nobody could argue with. It was respectful. Right. That's what she yeah. she, she was basically going like this, like shut up, you yeah, idiot. It was respectful. And it was yeah, people thought she was going to show a nip slip or do something political. Something that slip. No, that's not her style. She's a she's an <coughs> she's an entertainer. Entertainer. She, she's an entertainer. Do you need some <laughs> of that Henry's hard grape? Yes, I do indeed. Switch to Miller Lite. I only have two of those Henry Hard Grapes. It's soda. Sugar water. It's like drinking cough syrup over and over. I just can't do it. Henry, you need some of that Henry's hot grape? It's like I'm coughing in like a violent fit. Jen's like, do you need some water? I was like, I need Henry's hard grape. It's like, that's worse for you. It's got more sugar and alcohol. No, you need water to coat yourself and de- rehydrate. Henry's hard grape. Put it in me like an intravenous tube. <laughs> but yeah, the Super Bowl was incredible. And whether you're a fan of the Patriots or you hate them, um, you were watching something exciting, and it was a very good game. I didn't watch the game and think like, oh, yeah, fuck this. You know, I'm not. No. I like sports, and I like the Super Bowl. Unless it's the Eagles losing, I'm not really going to get too pissed right. off. And I, I was very uh, excited to to watch that. It was an incredible game. I was, yeah, I was more. You watched just, history. I, yeah, yeah, exactly. I was just more impressed by what I saw. Where I was like, oh my gosh, in 20 years, this argument may start happening again, and I'll be the one going. You have no idea how good this person was. Oh yeah. With nothing, like with guys that Clark, they he weigh, did it single hand. They are they are shorter and weigh about as much as I do, playing wide receiver, and Tom Brady's making them look like. You know, Hall of Famers. Oh, yeah. He single-handedly won Edelman, that game. Edelman, Amendola. Yeah. McMuckin. Without, without Gronkowski. Without Gronkowski, yeah. Kamala. Parachute into Golden State Warriors over the Bulls, 32-19. God, the Bulls are sucking. Uh, and and uh, in other, they are sucking sports. Um, Treat us. Let me see if I can get a. Uh... Treat us at the underscore podcastle, and tweet us too. Let us know what's going on. This is uh, Sports with John. You're listening to the podcastle's Nerd Thirty Five. John's going to queue up a little. Hey, we're gonna you gonna need to explain this Charles Oakley thing. Just to yeah. preface it, he wasn't he the guy during the bad boy team of the Knicks that had like the dog pound tattoo on his like he was into like no, he had the dog pound tattoo. Wasn't that him? No, but that it was, was spelled like D A W G. That was Wasn't Anthony that Oakley? Anthony Mason. Oh, that was Mason. Rest in peace. But Oakley was still a badass. Oakley was a Oakley bit, got into fights and stuff. He was always mixing it up with it didn't yeah. matter who, Shaq, Barkley, 
Uh, he was always mixed Jordan. But what did he do? Pippin. Whoa. Pippin. Um, Pippin looks like the Humpty Humpty. Certainly does. Play with the balls. So he was at the game, and about early on in the first quarter, uh, someone's shooting a foul shot for the Knicks, and you all of a sudden the camera does that thing where it just swings across the crowd and focuses on this like scuffle going on, and Charles Oakley's in the middle of it, and he pokes this one guy in the head. There's all bald white guys in suits standing around him, looking up at him like he's this giant scary black man and the one guy the one guy kind of puts his arm on his shoulder and Oakley just shoves him and the guy goes flying back into all the other white bald guys in suits but (laughs) one guy it's like a pool of white bald men it looks like ping pongs that you're jumping into (laughs) it looked like a whole bunch of penguins standing around him but one (laughs) bunch of DeWitts one one or two (laughs) one or two of the uh, of the taller guys bigger guys so you, you could tell we're like more than just security kind of arm bar him and they're like come on let's go so like six guys yeah. six guys all the bald suits short bald guys are carrying him like ushering him through the crowd out and then they get him on the ground and then that's the last i saw that's the most updated they got thing. oakley on the ground yes was he what, what was the was the fight about him or did he just Step in because somebody like touched him the wrong way or something. They said he 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 arrived at the game and he was very aggressive. And he was that, just there to watch the game. I yeah yeah he was just in the crowd and you know he's a former Nick, but right. uh, retired and uh, yeah he was just there hanging out. And he got yeah and that that happened, <sighs> and he jumped in and he got arrested. Yes, yes. They let, I guess that's, that's what, what they, you get though when you push somebody. I mean you're gonna get arrested on camera. They can't really. The guy can be like, well, it's on camera. He pushed me. That's assault. Can't touch anybody. No. Let's S- the lines and you want it. The continuing downward spiral between uh, of the Knicks. Uh, it just continues. Yeah. It, it does. Down yeah. It, down, man. It's like a reality TV show. You just see all these, these guys doing these things and their whole <sighs> saga. It's just bad shit. Like, Who did they, whose wife did they screw in a previous life? You know, they just keep having this bad luck. Did I talk? Did we talk about Phil Jackson and Carmelo Anthony? Uh, I got to stop his this. stipulations. I got to stop doing this. I keep telling Heather stuff that we're going to talk about on the show right before the show, oh, so I don't remember. I don't you remember. Did, you did not mention that tonight. There was okay. no mention of Mello. Okay. <laughs> okay. So Phil Jackson retweeted an article that was written maybe a year or two ago by some shithead uh, about how Carmelo Anthony Carmelo Anthony can't be coached to win. He's just too much of a bog, too much of a of a of a you know just a, he's just a, a scorer. He can't like lead the team to a victory. Forgive me. Who who did you say retweeted this? Phil, Phil Jackson? Jackson, the okay, manager of basketball operations for the Knicks. What is he doing over there? He's been there for like the last 3 years. Get back in LA. We need you. And He's the one responsible for giving Joe Kim Noah this big contract, and he's, like, so injury-prone. He's never played. He's the other one that got Derrick Rose, and he's yeah. the guy that got this Christophe Porzingis, this Euro dude who just drains threes and can dunk, and he's, like, yeah. seven foot tall. He's a big boy. 
and they want Mello out of there. But Mello's got this no trade clause, so they can't unless he yeah. says yes. Unless- yeah, I read that. And you can't so- trade other people to the team. Like it's yeah. got this weird thing, these stipulations where it's like, well, you can't drink orange juice on a Tuesday because I'm wearing a red shirt. And it's all these weird – we mentioned that in the previous show. It's like Monopoly rules. But so Phil Jackson is like trolling him to make him say like, okay, please just trade me. Like just, just get, get me, me out, out of here. Because he's, like, he's retweeting an article that someone wrote about Carmelo players. Anthony. It's like he's trying to – he's like playing pranks on him. He like – Lit a bag of poop in front of his uh, locker the other day. <laughs> Phil Jackson yeah. sneaks out. Phil, ja- Phil Jackson keys his car and then put, draws like a clown face on it. It's like, who did that? As he's hiding, you know. <laughs> right. that, he like that shrinks his, his uniform. He pees in his scrambled eggs. I guess it's kind of, uh, you, you wonder, Mello's probably like, and I don't know this, I'm just going based on what you said, but in the locker room, he's probably like a toxic guy. Like other players are probably like, oh, this fucking guy again. You know, if he's got that many rules about and stipulations with a contract, he's got to be like a control freak. Well, no, you know what they he no see like I think in the locker room everybody likes him. Like I think people like enjoy playing with Carmelo like Anthony because that ass with that towel. I think when you're on the court, you must think he's better than me, unless you know you're like LeBron or one of the real top ten great players in the league. Yeah. So people, I think, enjoy playing Steph with Steph Curry. But you put that thing in your contract because say you sign with a team. Then all of a sudden, there's a new coach. Then yeah. all of a sudden, there's a new general manager. And then, like, you don't trust that new coach and that general manager. You can yeah, be they like, don't understand oh, the camaraderie and the history. Get me out of here. That's an interesting point to make. It's scary. It's like getting a new teacher. And you're like, oh, well, this is kind of how we did things. Right. Like, Give me ten million dollars, and I'm gonna go to the other English room. Yes, I think he, I, th- I think he probably got screwed at one point in his life. Oh yeah, maybe he thought he could be making a lot more money at, earlier on. Yeah, right. Because they, they almost got there with the Nuggets, but they never got all the way there. It. He wanted to. Where go did he to go to college? North Carolina. Syracuse oh, won a national championship. Yeah. Um, but he, uh, Bayheim. But he, um, and then LeBron, someone, Chris Isola, this reporter from, I'm not sure where, he reported that LeBron told the higher-ups at the uh, at the Cavs, do whatever you got to do to get Melo on this team. Trade, trade Kevin Love, I don't care what you got to do. So then they asked LeBron about that, and LeBron said, that report is trash, and the guy who wrote it is trash. Ooh. This guy, Chris Isola, who's on, you know, PTI around the Horn Sports Center. Uh, he's one of those guys. Yeah, he knows what he's talking about. It's getting very weird in the NBA. It's a lot of drama queens. And how about Barkley and, and, and LeBron going at it? Yeah, I saw that. Wow. It, it is, it's funny you said that. It is becoming a little, and I used this reference earlier, but a little like reality TV show-esque. You know, it's getting kind of... Kind of uh, drama, but maybe mama drama. It's getting a little ridiculous. I think they need to change. All of a sudden, they need to change the rule from you only have to go to one year of college to you have to go to four. Like, yeah. So if yeah. you get injured, you need a too bad. If you get injured, so what? Too bad. That Sorry. Them's the, them's the breaks. 
Yeah. You, you need to be a responsible adult before you can enter in this league and be richer than right than God Himself. You need you need Obama. to have responsibility. Obama. Yeah, you need to have you need to act like an adult, be a little more responsible, and put some class back into the game. You know. Yes, exactly. It's, it's one of the top four best pastimes of all time: basketball. Oh. You know, it's an institution. You need to uh, carry your flag proudly. You're a role model. People look up to you, too. And I'm not really one big on, he's a role model. He's act a certain way. But you no. do. You know, you right. do have a lot of kids looking up to you. You know that when you sign the contract. That's why you get all the money, because you have to be responsible, and you have to be um, a role model. And mm. you have to not be an idiot and not yeah. get in fights and thrown out of games. You need to wear suits and say the right things to the sponsors and do all that stuff. You need to be a puppet. You know why? Because you got eighty million in the bank, buddy. It's a yeah. small price to pay for for playing a, a child's game at, at heart. Yes, you know what I mean? Exactly. Say yeah. the right things to the sponsors. Yeah, that's what John and I do. We get sponsors on the show. You know, we always put. We would do these, you know, autograph signings. Uh, John and I were in uh, Omaha, Nebraska last week. We had the suits on. You know, Pepsi was there. We bowed uh, down. We were. We do what we we have to do. Whatever that's why they pay us the big bucks. Whatever it takes. That's true. The Miami Heat win their 12th in a row. Yeah, they're on a streak right now. A la noche. That's your favorite team. Uh, I would say say they're my second favorite team. Ooh. I'm surprised the Denver Nuggets aren't up there. (laughs) I've always liked the name because it always reminds me of Chicken McNuggets. (laughs) So I'm always like, yeah, I'm on board with that. Let's also go with the, uh, you know, the Milwaukee, not the Bucks, but the other uh, expansion team they're doing, uh, the Milwaukee Big Macs. Like, I could be on board with some McDonald's-sponsored teams. They should do that more. Milwaukee. You know what team I can't get on board with, and I would love to? Who? Oh. Because I love the company, but it's the Ducks. Oh, the yeah, of course. It, to me, it seems, I, I've always just think of the movie, and I'm like, I can't no. take that seriously. No, I tried. I, I, I love Disney, and I love... I think Anaheim's a cool city, and it's great to have a hockey team with the Honda Center there and all that. But I just, yes. I can't take it seriously. It's like calling, uh, it's like a Philadelphia's like we have a new baseball team, the, uh, you know, Bad News Bears, and you're like, ah, no, I don't. we don't. Do you agree with me on that, or am I, am I no. off base? Yeah, no, I laugh. My off base. No, I totally agree. Totally agree. Uh, I've tried. I think I even bought like a Mighty Ducks like hat, and I wore it once, and I saw myself in the mirror, and I was like, "Yeah, nah." You don't see them ever, really. When do you see a guy wear like a Mighty Ducks hat? No, never. Unless you're at like a game, you never even see it. Not even there, really. But I think didn't they win recently? I don't know if they're a good team. I think if they would focus on the duck. Like Jason mask combo, yeah. As they're like kind of like a badass, as badass as a duck as you can get. Then yeah. It, then it could work. I mean, you could you could take whippy things and turn them into cool sports. Teams. Yeah. You know that works. It works all the time. The New York Metropolitans, the Mets. You don't think twice. The Phillies. It's called the Philly Phillies. It's a name after the name of the city. It's like the worst name ever, but nobody thinks that because they're awesome. And uh, the Flyers. Yeah. Flyers? What's a flyer? Just something who flies? Yeah, I guess we're just flying, Anything but it works. Flying? It does. They got that cool logo with the, the puck. Sweet so logo. It's, it's awesome. Wait, maybe one of the top ten. The Cardinals. The Arizona Cardinals. What you don't think them? twice about it. 
the name, the Cardinal. Cardinal's a sweet little red bird that I know. Will, will not get too close to you because it's shy. Right. But you know what? It's, it's a cool logo. Make it mean. Do something with the ducks. Ducks haven't really reached that point yet. It's still kind of cartoony. It's funny. The red, like, if the Cardinals were smart, they would have just copied the eagle and had, like, a sweet red wing. Just a wing on the side of their helmet. Yeah, or, like, an Angry Bird logo of, like, the right. frown on his face and the eyebrows going down. The green Angry pig. Birds. And he's just the green pig. And you're like, yeah, I'm on board with that. That's a segment for another show, but worse. I think we talked about that, but worse sports. I think we did uniforms. I think worse sports names ever we should get into. Oh, uh, damn it. Like when you, when you boil it down, because it's a part it of everyday life, you don't think about it. It has to be the pro for pro sports, because if we went to college, that's like endless. Oh, yeah. They're all so weird. The Demon Deacons. Yeah, Demon but with, Deacons. with sports and the Blue Elves and all these other. Uh, uh, sacrilege based we, we shouldn't discuss but the uh, yeah the Phillies is one if, if you've never heard of the Philadelphia Phillies and they're like there's a new team coming to Philadelphia what's the name the Philadelphia Phillies you'd be like what the Philly Phillies but, but you don't think twice about it because they're an institution the Philly Phillies or the Oakland Athletics yeah, oh, yeah. we're all kind of athletics out right, here yeah. am the, I not o- Oakland A's an athletic isn't it athlete? Right. All right. Yeah. It's athletic. like I'm not an athletic. I'm an athlete. Do you want to hear <gasps> the first few oh. of package number one, which amazingly didn't even have gum inside? The gum just turned to dust. Oh, no. I hope you snorted it. No. Jeffrey Leonard, all star Jimmy Key. Here's one I thought you would like. Mike Kingery. Ooh. Very <laughs> Kingery. Kingman. Dave, Dave Johnson, manager of the Mets. Jose Cruz, Astros. K- Kelly Gruber. Rubber. Terry McGriff. Jesse Barfield. Mark Cayardi. Ken Phelps. Ken Phelps looks like a sheriff. At the plate. Look at him. I don't know whether he's going to hit a triple or write you a ticket. <laughs> Look at those glasses. He's got the sheriff glasses on. How can you even see with those? I've never seen that. I've never seen a baseball player wear glasses on the plate ever. Aviators. Like they are legit aviators. And he's lining can up I to see that bunt. again. He's this is line- gonna... That's the title of the show. Kevin Avery. No explanation. Just look it up. Ken Phelps. Oh, Kevin. Kevin Aviator. Or Avery. Joe Bover, Jose Uribe, Larry Sheets. Look at look at this shot of Larry Sheets right of his nose. Oh, like, he's a freak is, of the sheets. Why is it down low? Yeah, how was the photographer's like right up your schnoz? <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck was that? John just showed a, 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 a we're doing baseball cards. Philadelphia Phillies. I've never seen this player before. The man's wearing glasses, like bifocals, like he needs to see. He's, he's not only getting 90-mile-per-hour 90, 90 balls thrown in his face, but he needs glasses to see that, and he looks like he's crying. He looks like he just lost uh, a loved one. Who is that? Greg Gross. That's the title of the show. That's also the thumbnail of the show. I think Greg Gross was actually, yeah, dude, he actually was good. Uh, it rings a bell. Uh, 
he batted 322, 333 for the Phillies. In, Pretty good uh, numbers. In the early 80s. Can I see that photograph 26. one more time? Oh, my God. I, feel, I want to hug him. His wife just left him and his car insurance got canceled, but he's batting 333. Not for long. He's wearing the same bifocals my dad wore when he would read at night in the 80s. Yeah, it looks like those bifocals have to like, yeah, the thick and the teacher put on and they're like, hold on, let me double check that question. And finally, little did we know, this guy played baseball. Oh, Jim Morrison. Not only is he breaking through the other side, but he's breaking through third base to score at home. Can't even see the logo on his hat. I don't know if it's Detroit or the, the Bruins. Who does the photography for this shit? So bad. So good. Should we do one more pack? Oh, yeah. Please, keep these bad boys going. What did that... you think of the uh, commercials? Uh-huh. During El Sucre Blue. Yeah, I, I like the other years better. But there was definitely a political undertone in a lot of them. Uh, yeah. A little depressing. There were some good ones. Yeah. What about you? Um, I only remember... Apprehensible? I only remember the one with uh, Steve Carell. I didn't see that one. When he was in the yearbook picture, and it goes through like all the yearbook old like celebrities as their like picture in their yearbook. It's hard Is to Steve Carell the exact same? I just remember he was really funny. He had like a mustache, like an 80s oh, nice. gross mustache. Uh, a cookie duster, soup strainer. <laughs> Glenn Wilson. Flavor saver. Glenn Wilson looks like an honest guy that I would want to give my uh, check to for car insurance. I'm sorry, but Greg Rose looks like a pure pervert, like a child molester. Yes. Dude, I didn't want to go there, but now that you mention it, Greg Rose looks like the guy that, like, after complaints were filed against the gym teacher for inappropriately touching several youths, Greg Rose, 47 in Johnsville, was brought in. Yeah. Look at that mustache. Total... Pervert. He's crying. Do yourself a favor, audience, and Google at the next red light, 1988 Greg Gross baseball card. At the next red light. Ah, Dalton. Who's that handsome devil? There he is. Rob Stanley. Tommy John. Holy shit. Ryan Hassinger of Ryanine Fitness. Is that Jose? McGuire. Ooh, pretty roids. Actually, he look he looks like he's a little juiced right there. No, he's not there yet. No, it's pre roids. It's definitely pre roids. It's actually his second year in the majors. This, the one time king. He was an all star rookie. Oh, it's his rookie. I think I'll hold, hold on, on to that. that one. That might be the most valuable card in the pack besides the Bonds one. Oh, best cat. <laughs> Montreal Expos. I wish you wore that more. Ah, Pasquale Perez. <laughs> I wish you wore that more. I wish you wore that hat more, man. Every show, Ooh, all before right. I go on, I just say to Jen, I, I really hope John's doing the Expos hat. And then you don't, and I just cut myself a little bit under the table. Tim Which Bird hat sucks. don't you have again? You don't have the, the Nationals, the Red Sox. Yankees, Reds, Braves. Okay. 
Mike Bodicker. I just got a Red Sox cap from Boston recently. Really? Let's ship it out to you. No, my my plan is no, don't. My plan is to get like the dorkiest like kid sized Yankees and Red Sox and Braves and Nationals like hats I can find like at Walmart and what have them hanging. <laughs> Wait, huh? with like the 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 uh, like not the unfitted head caps with like yeah. the the strap the clasp in the back, or, or like even like I don't even know like even like oh, a, oh, a, no, a baby's hat. Oh, that you couldn't even wear. Yeah. Oh, I got you. Like the little. Yeah. Just, just to like have the place because I'm gonna like I'm gonna line the like the wall in my office in my house with all the hats on you shelves. Know, like, they'll be yeah no like they'll be hanging. Okay. Like, yeah. Like hanging down from a little peg. A nail. Yeah. Whatever. And so the but those hats will have their own place, like the Yankees and the Red Sox, but they'll be like dopey looking. Oh, nice. Whitey Herzog. Herzog. <gasps> you got a good picture of me. Who's that? The coach. Yeah. Manager of the uh, Cardinals before they turned everything around. Whitey. John Hayban. Look at this. Hey, man. Hey, what just, you doing down there? Got hey, man's like, you know, man, I, I got a couple days off. I got about a half pound of weed. Just hanging I'm out. I'm just hanging out. I never committed a crime, and I'm going to church tomorrow. What, what do you make of my life? Just hanging out in the dugout. Just being good. Ooh, Earl Hershiser. By the way, I called Father Flannerty of uh, St. Bernadette's in Boynton Beach tomorrow. Uh, today and let him know that you'll be you'll be in the church on on Sunday. So he's going to start logging in your time. So uh, we'll just make sure that you go. And um, yeah, it should be a problem. I sent you some some MapQuest directions. Dale Sven. <laughs> I was swimming across the ocean. Dale Sven. So, so I had some Sven in my throat. Dale S V E U M. Sven. That's got to be uh, Icelandic. Or Norwegian. Yeah. That's that's Norwegian. Get the producer on it. He's a Brian Sandberg. There he is. Chicago there Cubs. There one of the greats. There he is. There he is. Him and Sosa, perhaps the top two. And finally, the last card of one of the last decks. Got got a bunch of good ones in those two packs. First of all, look at this guy's. Look at the stance they get this guy in. And look at his name. Tim Tufel. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It looks like he's squatting because he's, like, he, ah. he's, he's trying to facilitate using uh, his loins for the lavatory, but there's poison ivy up there, so he has to do it a weird way. <laughs> he it's looks weird like he's guy. chopping wood. Who took some of these pictures? It looks like he's golfing. It looks like he's fishing and he's pulling up a large pike with a weak rod. We need need to get a picture of Tim Tufel. Tufel. Oh, I, I accidentally took a picture of him swinging and missing. Well, we'll use it. Print it. Right. Well, we have five more of him hitting a home. Use it. Was that the last one? I hope that was the last one ever. You still have five, four packs, right? Three packs? All right. I'm going to start. I have, I have 3,200 baseball cards. That I haven't really gone through. I'm gonna start bringing those out. Ooh. There's some old ones in there. So they're not have... they're, they're not in packs though. That's the thing. They're open. It's so, not like a, a ceremonious 
unveiling. It's just kind of like, yeah, they're old baseball cards. I don't know how good it'll be. Well, after at the end, at the last pack from the Agnew 1988 pack, we'll have a new Clark random grab. Ooh, random yeah, pile. random grab. A Clark random grab. What is this? It's a ball of cat hair. I reached for the wrong pile. I haven't cleaned this weekend. You want to slice tonight in the uh, column of W? Slice it. And that <gasps> is sports, 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 sports. Golden State leaves Chicago 9-4. What is the score? I just traveled back in time. Because <laughs> I rewound it all the way. Oh, back. That was a little weird. I rewound uh, live TV back to the end of the Knicks game because I wanted to see if it was Barkley that was talking about what happened to Oakley or Billups and T-Mac and the other guys. Wait, I said this. You're more excited to read about Oakley's situation or the final score of that game? I Well, I saw the final score. Uh Oh. Next lost, of course. So I guess okay. <laughs> they they lost again, um, but I want to hear what Barkley has to say. Always, I always care. Barkley's gonna say, uh, "Man, Oakley, when he got up there, he should have just give the ball to Kobe." Here's a punk. Here's a punk. He's a punk, and he's a whiner, and he talked shit on uh, LeBron, saying that he's yeah, a whiner. Yeah, he did. And I, uh, I I agree with everything he says. Uh, LeBron's yeah, like, too. I want a, a fucking backup point guard, and I want it now. <laughs> Team's fifty million over the cap, over the, or fifty million in the luxury tax over the yeah. over the salary cap. It's amazing. And LeBron wants him to spend more. It sucks. And that. This is for John Mack. What are you doing? Tweet us at the underscore podcastle, and please download all the shows for free on iTunes as well as listen to them streaming on thepodcastle.podbean.com. Follow us on Instagram at thepodcastle and uh, on Snapchat at nerd.35. From the uh, public relations officer for Mr. Mason, uh, Jonathan Hassinger, I am the guy who is now salivating over that Greg Ghost gross card, Matthew Clark, saying good evening, everyone. Collect special offer cards. God bless you and Godspeed. And order any one of six all-new 1988 10-card sets. <laughs> Not from Lost. Unicorns and wizard sleeves, hammer plants and make-believe. Pirate ships sailing off to sea, will you come party with me in my castle? For the freaks and for my magicians Booty clapping, lap dancing technicians Dance parties in the name of Great Britain And American girls who love a Detroit piston Like Dennis Rodman, I got a rod, man Oh yeah! A long wong dong and a soft hand And a ping pong, ping schlong, let's all dance From England to Stockholm I'm wearing a cape just like a poncho I got a cutie and I'm making a beat on a booty Like I was a Bonnaroo beating up on a bongo I got a bottle of Martinelli's And jumping it all over anybody that's kicking it in the grotto and the neighbors keep tripping, I'm like I'm in a castle. Fuck your condo! Unicorns and wizard sleeves, hammer plants and make-believe. Pirate ships sailing off the sea, sailing off the sea, sailing off the sea. Unicorns.
and whistle sleeves. I'm a pants and make believe. Pirate ships sailing off the sea. Will you come party with me in my castle? I'm a partier, you like to wander, I'm a wanderer, your thighs are the closet to Narnia, is it cool if I go and get lost in that, I'm the lion, the witch in the wardrobe, massage my lap, I have a sore bone, of course cold on the dance floor, like an Eskimo's toes in the North Pole, with both toes poking out of the two holes in the Eskimo socks, I'm hot, like a cauldron from a warlock, wearing sweatpants and a sauna, who's your father, I'm not. I'm motherfucking raving Bowie, and here's my cock. Rooster, cock a doodle doo, sir. Take a hit of the hookah, now make it drop. Girl's booty was bigger than the stomach of Rick Ross. <laughs> Holy mother mountain of tender tendon to get lost in. Pounce, bounce, that castle booty, that bottom. Make it wobble, wobbly, wobble till my third leg has to hobble. Yeah! You don't want to look back on this night and think I should have been freaking on a booty. I'm a pants and make believe. Pirate ships sailing off the sea. Will you come party with me in my castle? Sailing off the sea, will you come party with me in my castle? 